You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go! I am ridiculous, ridiculously angry at you right now, dude. <laughs> Why would I want to be hearing this? So many video games, too little time, and welcome to Podcast PXN episode 148. I am one of your hosts, the perennial dating app swiper from Portland, Oregon, Christian Macias, and I'm joined over Discord today by Kentucky's, nope, Kentucky's dead last Spartan and supposedly an Ardo fan, Daniel Prindle, aka Dan is DTM, the Nintendo, shut up, the Nintendo aficionado and artist extraordinaire at Roro. Hello. And I wish that was that cool. That'd be nice, right? That'd be nice. I'm trying, trying to get back to shore. And as you can see, Mommy Misato is joining us because Gage Dempster is not here today, but we'll be back next week, inshallah. Uh, how's everyone doing? Good. Not as good how, as Dan, but How good. am I supposed to stare at this screen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get back to shore. I promise. Audio listeners, I, I, if there are are just exclusive audio listeners, Dan is in a pool right now, and we're just sitting <laughs> in our rooms, <laughs> wondering what to do with ourselves. Dan's gonna so try this is, and evacuate this, out of the pool now. This is what you wanted Gage to see you jumping into the pool. This was like, hey, buddy, I know you're going to dinner with your whole family to congratulate you for your new job, but do you want to log in and see me swimming? <laughs> I thought it would be funny. <laughs> that is that is a thought. Thank you to everyone. No. Thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Just search podcast pxn, twitch.tv slash podcast pxn, and Twitter as well. The topic of the show this week is what is in your video game backlog? But first, the show always starts with the PXN News of the Week, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Let's do that. Let's do it. Uh, this is going to be a very front-heavy and back-heavy show. It's going to be mostly quick bites, most, and then a short amount of news, and then us discussing our best video game protagonists, and then the topic of the show. Is that all right with everyone? That sound cool? Sounds great. Yeah, I'm down. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go leisure mode like Dan now. I'm gonna lean back or something. <laughs> that kind of show today. I like it. Let's relax, show. You know, Glenn, what? Glenn in the chat is like, "Why did you keep on your shirt? And why did you keep on your shirt? We wanted to see that TOS because TOS. Yeah. We don't want to. Oh, get, that's true. Yes, we don't want to get banned. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. <laughs> uh, petition for Dan to buy us all like foot baths so that we can you know relax. <laughs> Their desks while he relaxes. Wait, wait, what? Why does Dan have to buy it? You're the richest one of all out of all of us. So, do any of That's us have debatable. a pool? Like, yeah, I know, right? I don't have a pool. <laughs> oh, okay. This is not my pool. Fair enough. Fair enough. Still, got it. I love that he's using the beats again, which means like he's gonna constantly just peak the levels every time he speaks. Can't wait. Our first quick bite of the day, Nintendo acquires Dynamo Pictures, a company that will be responsible for planning and producing visual content. Very cool. We already got the Mario movie on the way. But what else are they working on? A new Donkey Kong series? Kirby, perhaps? I don't know. We'll see. Yes, I, I, I 
Yeah, I, Kirby right back at you was my childhood back in the day. So I would love them to get some more, get some more Kirby animated stuff. The Legend of Zelda animations are, is something that fans oh. wanted forever. So if they were to actually do that, that would be awesome. Yeah, dude, I'm with you. Uh, I did used to watch the Donkey Kong VHS pretty often because I had that. It wasn't very good, I, you know, but in hindsight, like I had fun, you know, at the time. Good music. I like the music. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Very cool of Nintendo to be uh, expanding in this regard. So anyway, moving on. Some PlayStation news for you. A double decker. Here we go. PlayStation announces PlayStation Stars, a new loyalty program for PlayStation users. Uh, some details uh, on this program. It is free to join. Uh, you get rewards by completing games, uh, doing activities, uh, getting trophies, etc. All that good stuff. And then those loyalty points will be uh, redeemable, including for PSN funds that you can then use to buy games, which is very cool. Uh, this is launching later this year. Uh, and they did detail some digital collectibles in the blog post about this. But then Sony, uh, in a, after a couple hours, uh, went and said, don't worry, this is not NFT-related stuff at all. Uh, not blockchain. So no worries there. Very cool. Very, very cool. I, I love these kind of programs where you can play and, and earn the, you know, play some more, I guess. Like use some mm -hmm. of your, your earnings to buy some some games. I think that's really cool. Not sure how how crazy it's going to be, but it's good that it's there at all. Yeah, this is really cool. It's uh, similar to the Microsoft Rewards program that Microsoft does for Xbox, and uh, I use the crap out of that with all the games that I purchase, and they give you rewards back. It's really cool. Yeah, except awesome for that stuff. one week, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, we a couple, yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. It was like ten days, right? Yeah, I mean, who's counting though? <laughs> I mean, in high, like, let's be real. This is nothing to like when the whole. I think I haven't brought this up before. When the entire PlayStation Network went down for like thirty plus days because of the compromise, and they didn't tell us about it, like that was a struggle, dude. I kind of miss that era. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. More PlayStation news. PlayStation has acquired esports platform Repeat.gg. Uh, however, Repeat will still feature games outside the PlayStation ecosystem. So I wrote down a little a little note here that Sony is really doubling down on on esports. A, eh? uh, let's take a look at what they've they've gotten so far, what they've done. Uh, they are shifting to also include a focus on making multiplayer tentpole experiences on PlayStation slash live service games. They acquired Bungie to assist studios with developing said experiences. They just introduced and launched a line of gaming monitors and headsets, one of which I am wearing right now in my head. And now we have an esports platform. So Sony really doubling down on on multiplayer. Like yeah, I mean they've they've got some strong single player games. Let's see what they could do in the multiplayer side of things to expand that expand that catalog. So yeah, I'm excited to see what they what they got cooking. Yeah, I'm interested to see how this like kind of pairs up with um their acquisition of uh of evo um because i feel like that would obviously pair in pretty well so oh you're right you're right good call okay moving on sorry i'm, I'm adjusting audio levels uh moving on sorry about that platinum games has hired uh takao takeo yamane from nintendo as a as new vice president and teases the beginning of a new era for the company more details in this week's Mitsu. 
which I then included. This dropped earlier today. So Platinum Games is working on a new in-house IP beyond Project GG, which was, I think, announced earlier this year. Uh, Platinum Games is also working on multiple unannounced games for other publishers that are at different stages of development, some small and some larger. When are we getting Metal Gear Rising 2? And uh, more details that I didn't include, but I can I can do so if need be. But otherwise, uh, very cool to see Platinum Games coming up big because they are uh, under, they're beloved. They are rated where they should be. Uh, but it still feels like they're underrated and under under discussed in the games industry because they, they make nothing but bangers in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. I think their their most recent L was uh, Babylon's Fall. That was like their mm, first sure. ever in in like like you're saying they make bangers. So that was a that was a once once in a hopefully lifetime slip up. So I'm excited to see what they got. Uh, like Sony got cooking. What what what's 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 up uh, in this new era? So yeah, love me some some character action games. So I want more of that. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, I can't remember where I saw this, but um, I saw somewhere that uh, Platinum was going to Microsoft to try to get them to fund their next game. Uh, I don't know if it's the same game as what their new in-house IP is uh, that you're talking about, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting, I guess, to see if that comes to fruition. I thought I had included somewhere in here details on Project GG somewhere. Maybe I didn't. But uh, there we did to get some. What's that? That's the kaiju versus Ro- mech game, right? That big. Yes, yes. I, I think yeah. yeah. I, I I like the the CG trailer we got, but yeah, I'm hoping yeah. to see more soon. Uh, I I know they are including their like famous platinum games like slow mo, like how Beautiful Joe has like the slow mo. Um, Bayonetta has Witch Time. Like it's gonna have its own kind of dedicated witch time-esque feature on project gg which i'll be very excited to because those always feel really good when that happens so and i'll have more talk about that later in what you got for me but until then we got our first look at yakuza 8 featuring a new town and ichiban has his hair tied back instead of in an afro so thank you again to famitsu for dropping screenshots of that it's the very first time we've seen it I need um, to play these games. <laughs> they're on Game Pass, I think. Uh, a lot yeah. of them are. I started playing uh, Yakuza Kiwami, Yakuza Zero Kiwami, and I, I liked it. I just, I just haven't finished it yet. So I've started, but I need to keep going. Maybe I'll talk about it in our topic of the show. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that they just re-added a bunch of the Yakuza, so I think all of them are in Game Pass right now. Insane. Correct. What a library that yeah. game pass, eh? Yes. This one is here uh, for Roe. Specifically, she's back. She's here. She's back. She's back, baby. <laughs> she left my bed. Mario Strikers Battle League gets new content uh, featuring new characters, Daisy and Shy Guy, some new gear that you can unlock and wear, a new stadium, Desert Ruin, and uh, we'll get two more free updates this year. Get ready to kick that soccer ball around, eh? Heck, yeah. I'm happy that Daisy has joined. I still haven't bought this game yet, but uh, I know a lot of people have been upset. <laughs> I know a lot of people have been upset about the content rollout for some of these recent uh, Nintendo games and how they launch with not everything. Um, 
So I'm kind of happy I haven't bought it yet. And when I do buy it, all these free updates may be out by then. But I'm definitely picking up this game. There's no, I'm not going to miss out on it. I'm going to get it eventually, especially now that Daisy's here. But yeah, happy that Daisy's here. I was going to ask you guys if this was going to be enough to pick pick it up. No, so, Ro, no. obviously, you said yes, but Christian, no? Absolutely not. No. One new stadium? I'm sorry, but no. Like, that game yeah. is very content dry. A lot of the games that have come out from Nintendo on the Switch that are like the Mario Sports-esque games, like, they're like half of what... Like, even like Switch Sports is like dire compared to like what Switch, Sport, Switch Resort, Wii Sports Resort was, you know what I mean? Like... It ain't it. I'm enjoying, like, Mario Golf, like, I, I love to death, but it's still missing a lot of stuff in there. I digress. Uh, I had to stop the show for a second to make an important update. Dan's looking real cute in that sunset, I gotta say. Absolutely. Look at that. He's glowing in the sun, dude. Definitely. Got a screenshot it's that right now. Just, <laughs> new Tinder picture. Right? New right Tinder picture. <laughs> new Tinder picture. Yeah. Take your shirt off. Here, I'll just go. Like... Take a selfie. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm Isn't, Batman. Do you have sunglasses? <laughs> by any chance? Yeah, I do. Dude, you should you should you should take a Tinder picture before you leave your parents' house. That's, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> anyway, moving on. No More Heroes 3 launches October eleventh. So for those of you that are excited and are fans of the No More Hero No More Heroes series, October eleventh. As if October wasn't already stacked enough. Uh, I don't have anything for No More Heroes, but Glenn says, I got it, and it's a good time in regards to Mario Strikers. So, there's one fan out there. I will not yuck your yum, Glenn. Hell yeah. I've, I have no doubt that I'm going to enjoy playing it. I'm just saying, I agree with Christian with the, the lack of content. Yeah. yeah. Moving on, some very epic news here. But not, it's not actually, ep- not literally epic, but you, you know what I mean. Oh. blizzard albany formerly vicarious visions is going public with its unionization efforts they have filed uh, for a union election with a new with the new national labor relations board very cool then be be, uh, open and forward uh, of this however uh, also of note management did not voluntarily recognize the union last thursday which is uh very shitty that sucks when there's like anti-union stuff happening from the top down levels However, uh, I hope this goes through and this this newfound trend this year of various companies and groups unionizing within the industry, I think is a very positive thing and I hope to see it continue in the future. Absolutely. Keep this trend going. Love to see it. And more support from (laughs) more people as well. But yeah, keep this keep the trend going for sure. I wonder if, if they had done this sooner, if they could have stopped Activision from killing Vicarious Visions. I don't know how that works. Like, if they could say, no, you can't change our name to Blizzard Albany. Like, this is stupid. I don't know. I feel like it might give them more power, but I don't know. But yeah, this Knows. is great. Moving on. PlayStation has entered a licensing agreement with Toymaker Spinmaster to create vicarious, sorry, various products based on PlayStation's IP. What we'll see, we'll wait and see, but uh, Sony really mon- uh, monetizing here. Here we go, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a little snippet. According to Spin Master, this includes titles like God of War, Horizon, 
The Last of Us, and Uncharted. It plans to create products in the action figure, collectible, playset, plush, roleplay, vehicles, RC, games, and puzzles categories. That is a lot of wow. PlayStation gear you'll be seeing <laughs> in your stores, and I'm sure fans of collecting uh, stuff like this will be very excited. Will I buy any of this? Maybe a plush or two. Plush is, plush is the thing that spoke to me the most, too. Like, Spin Master <laughs> is like a, more of a kid's uh, toy maker, right? Like, the action figures are going to be... I don't know how... There we go. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> nice little Ray plushie there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know what the quality of these action figures is going to be. So, a plush might speak to me. Might taste a little bit more. Yeah. When I think I, an Uncharted action figure, I'm thinking like a, a weird Peter Parker Toys R Us action figure. Like, that kind of quality. Well... They have like high end, like Nathan Drake's out there for sale. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're very but expensive. Does Spin Master but make that, those kind of stuff? You're right. You got me there. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you can walk in and Target and buy Kratos' okay. X. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool, actually. <laughs> are we are we getting PlayStation's alternative of Amiibos? <laughs> I don't think I, so. I'm, I'm looking at their website here, and they have some League action figures. Action figures from League of Legends, and they they look how I expected them to look. But, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, it depends on who you ask, I guess. It's bad for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. We got some cool stuff. News that dropped today. From Mo Yang. Minecraft and Mo Yang Studios have said they won't allow NFTs or blockchain technology in the game in an effort to ensure players have a safe and inclusive experience. Based Minecraft rolls on. Very cool. Thank goodness. We have enough of that already. <laughs> Man, for whatever reason, when I, I'm looking at, I have two docs open. One's my personal one that I use that I sometimes have more notes in. And one is the doc that we use. For whatever reason, I looked over to the uh, podcast PXN document. And I don't know why uh, this next story pasted over like this, but nonetheless, we're going to keep moving on. Wildflower Interactive <laughs> is a new game studio led by Bruce Straley, uh, formerly of Naughty Dog, and uh, a team of industry vets. Uh, Roe shared this today in the chat. Thank you to Roe. Uh, and the website, which I perused uh, earlier today, was I was really impressed with the design. It looks really right. cool. And it speaks to kind of the kind of experiences I think we're going to get from Wildfire Interactive, which, again, we don't know what they're going to make yet, but it seems like they're going to be very heartful, soulful games. And I have a, a quote here I'm pulling from uh, the Wildflower Interactive website. Good people making good stuff or making smallish, creatively charged, uniquely stylized games that explore the possibilities of our medium. We're building a small, open-hearted team of creators that want to improve their skills and still lead a good life outside of work hell yes people that won't people that want to hone their craft have a say in the process feel respected for their contrib contributions and be a part of the evolution of this awesome medium very wholesome stuff from wildflower interactive uh, i'm excited sign me up me too if they could deliver on on uh what they're saying there in that in that uh introduction that sounds like a great place to work so Hopefully the games reflect that. I'm sure they will if the, the environment is good. So yeah, I'm ex the, the people seem like good people, like they're saying, um, it, it, like both personality-wise and 
talent wise. So yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what what uh, they're cooking. Yeah, Bruce and Neil together put out some bangers for Naughty Dog. So now, obviously, Neil's been killing it at Naughty Dog still with uh, Bruce being gone. So uh, very interested to see how he does, you know, post Naughty Dog as well. Mm-hmm. You hear that? Some oh. swaggy news coming out of Xbox. Xbox is getting Discord support rolling out to insiders today. That means that some of you may be able to use Discord audio uh, voice channels directly on your Xbox game consoles. Very cool uh, and very surprising considering, uh, obviously, we'd, we didn't know the, that the, we weren't sure if the PlayStation and Discord partnership was exclusive. Now we know it's not. Uh, more interesting is that PlayStation still hasn't finished whatever integrations they have planned on the PlayStation system with Discord. Meanwhile, Xbox has got their stuff ready to go and it's starting today. Very cool. Very cool. And I mean, like, this has been a long time coming. People have been wanting this for both platforms for so long. It's crazy that it's taken this long. Because, like, I think that was, like, four years ago that Microsoft uh, introduced the game activity um, in Discord when you're on Xbox. But it's like, why has it taken this long for us to get voice functionality and joining uh, channels? But it's great that it's finally here. Yeah. Fantastic. Especially for like when when so many games now are cross play against uh, across so many systems, just makes it so much easier. And speaking of Xbox, yep. we have some games coming soon to Game Pass that I wanted to highlight. Uh, as of yesterday, Watch Dogs Two is on Game Pass. As Dusk Falls, the the new game narrative uh, narrative focused art indie game which got some great reviews by a lot of outlets. I think IGN gave it like a nine, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, mm-hmm. And Ashes of the Singularity Escalation. Uh, tomorrow, you'll get MotoGP 22 and Torment Tides of Numenara. And lastly, next week on July 29th, my personal favorite, Inside by Play Dead. And if you have not played Inside yet, you should play Inside. Because that is a top 10 See. game iso christian has ever played what some people play inside but i like to go outside look what you did he's our host what are we gonna do now i don't know i guess we just derail ourselves <laughs> oh, man. coming back he's coming back some wise words from Dan. Everybody should go outside and touch grass every now and then. Absolutely right. Maybe not when you're podcasting. Moving on to our PX at News of the Week. We have one whole item, if that's okay with you. Uh, okay. Honestly, I was expecting Gage to be here. This is why I put this in the News of the Week. I thought we would have a more of a nuanced conversation about this. I don't know if that's going to happen because I, th- I know him and I are the most skate fans ish but you know what this is okay this is okay because i think what skate is doing will lead to a lot of new players maybe trying the game out for the first time which is what they want so here are some new details on skate it is not called skate 4 it is called skate period it will be a live service free-to-play game don't hold on don't don't worry yet uh it will have cross play and cross progression 
It will have microtransactions. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't freak out yet. It will have microtransactions that will focus on cosmetics and convenience only. And the game is still early in development. Additionally, additionally, before you freak out, multiplayer and customizable skate parks will be a big focus in a lot of these areas. And this is where I say this is really going to be the heart of the game here. People were quick to freak out uh, on Twitter saying that the game is dead uh, before it even arrives. And I got to say, in an industry where a lot of games thrive on being free to play, uh, where a lot of uh, the, the fun and kind of ongoingness, uh, so to speak, is in uh, the multiplayer, is in customizable stuff. Um, this is where games really thrive. Look, you can look at Warzone being free to play. You can look at Fall Guys going free to play and then now introducing customizable maps. Uh, GTA Online not being free to play, but it is like highly, highly, highly customizable with all the game modes that people play on there. Uh, I think Skate is going to be just fine. I don't think we should be freaking out about microtransactions just yet. I think the developers really know that they're going to make uh, not just a game, but a platform for people to play on for a long time. And I'm very excited about that. I was I wasn't sure if I should go next, but I'll, I'll go next real quick because I'm probably going to be the shortest out of uh, out of the the cast here. Um, but yeah, I I remember when this was announced and it, it being free to play that that did freak a lot of people out. But yeah, I, I think I I lean more to what Christian's saying, like that this is going to be like a platform for skate fans and people like me to to be able to try it out. Like I haven't played a skate game. I played like Tony Hawk in back in the days, the Tony Hawk Underground. And I enjoyed those games. I'm not really a huge skateboarding game fan. I liked them when I was younger, but kind of like fell off for me. So it being free to play is like, there's no excuse for me to not try this out. I know how much Christian likes it. I know how much the community likes it uh, based on how angry they were when they heard it was free to play. They're very passionate about, about their skate games. So I'm glad that it's free to play. I'll be able to jump in. Um, the convenience thing, is that like, what do, you, what do you think that means? Because customization I get. What are we paying? That is my that is my one worry with this. Um, yeah, and I would think I would maybe I, I don't know what that quite is, but I can. I've seen convenience in other free to play games. I mean, I'm thinking mm -hmm. the cycle, uh, in the cycle, which is an extraction shooter, just like Tarkov. You can like make gear in that game that you then use on your your missions. Um, and the convenience there is that like when you because it's a free free to play game, when you craft an item. Depending on the rarity level, the higher the rarity, the longer it takes for the game to make that item. So let's say you, you want to get like a, a, a large backpack. It'll be like 25 minutes of in-game time or just real time, I should say, before that item is then in your inventory. You can take it out gotcha. well, or you can pay money to hasten that. Right. It'll be instant. Right. OK, hopefully that's not the case for skate. Like, I don't know what that what that could be. I, I really don't know. I mean, cosmetics always good. I don't mind that being behind a paywall. But when you start like making people's uh, like for playtime, for example, like I know a lot of mobile games do this, where you can't access certain events after you play them a couple of times. And if you want to play those modes, you have to pay to play them right away, or you have to wait until the next day and then it's free again. So I'm hoping they don't do. Yeah, I hope they don't do something like that. And I hope it's more, honestly, more closer to the cycle thing that you are describing where they're just like upgrades are faster or something. But yeah, I'm definitely interested to try this out because it's free to play. I, I think like 
this before Dan goes. I think this kind of stuff is going to be like a lot of uh, like name brands that you'll you could you'll know from like skate shops, like your girls, your elements, your birdhouses. That stuff might be more microtransaction stuff because there are like name brands. Maybe you get like the cheaper stuff. Um, you know, your trucks, your Royals uh, behind paywalls. But I'll say this before before Dan goes. Ro, having not played a skate game before, would you pay $70 for a brand new skate game? Be honest. Uh, One word answer. Pro- no. No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. No. Would you try it if it was free? Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Dan, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because that's the exact argument I made to Gage when Halo Infinite w- announced that it was going free to play. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, and I tried it. I am, yeah, I am curious though what Gage's comment would have been on this because uh, we we've had back and forth about Halo Infinite's free to play for a long time, uh, and I, I am curious what he, his thoughts are on uh, Gage. So we'll have to ask him about that maybe next week, but. Um, yeah, I, I think you guys are spot on with all of this. I think uh, as long as the customization is in addition to like base progression, because I think that's one of the things that Halo Infinite did not do well at launch, and that's something they're supposed to be working on, but they haven't yet delivered on, is a proper, like well-baked-out uh, progression system that you don't have to pay for like one that you're not buying a battle pass for or you know paying microtransactions for because there's just not enough customizable content that you're given at the base level um at the start of the game and that that's my biggest gripe with um free to play in halo infinite's case and applying it here um i just want to make sure that we're seeing like the ability to customize as much as you can before you have to go to that point of um, paying for for more stuff. Couldn't agree more, dude. Like you're you're spot on. It's one of my problems with like some battle passes in games where I feel like when I don't have the battle pass, I'm kind of out of the game. Like I don't look cool. I feel like a scrub. Like I like like, like Fortnite. Like I don't unlock really anything or like Call of Duty, uh, unless you know when I yeah. buy the battle pass. Like then like oh like I get the cool stuff. Uh, but if they do have some kind of base progression, I'm getting just like regular skateboard accessories some cool clothes that'll be enough to satiate me for a while like i don't need to have like a crazy skeleton or human meat costume i can just you know rock a flannel and some jeans i'm cool with that heck yeah let's move on to our fantasy check-in because we have two new games that released this week and we got some points one of which is stray the annapurna interactive game where you play as a cat uh I think that was an 89 Metacritic, maybe 79. It is no longer. Who has Stray on here? Was it Roe? Was it Gage? No, it was uh, Gage, yeah. Gage, yeah. Gage took it, Stray, and it was 84 points, netting him 14 points. He is now positive with a total fantasy points of four. Congratulations, Gage. Oh. Epic dub. <laughs> And the other, I do want to, yeah, I do want to point out mine. I sent in the chat. I accidentally realized that after I sent it, that was for Forza Horizon Three Hot Wheels, not Forza Horizon Five Hot Wheels. So I made an error when I sent that. 
And uh, I didn't even so realize. I don't even, yeah, I didn't realize until I had already sent it. I saw it later. I was like, what the heck? That's not right. And the last I checked, it only had one review. And I don't know if it's been updated yet. But So I'm on Fantasy Critic right now. I'm looking at Halo Infinite is 343's Halo 3. That's the team name by Player Dan is DTM. Hovering over Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels, he selected. Uh, and there's an hourglass there. What is this hourglass? Well, it needs more reviews. This game has released and has an open critic page, but does not have enough reviews. Mm-hmm. How many reviews does it have? Oh, no. Let's find out. It only had one the last time I looked. How do we see this? Uh, on open critic, it should say... Um, oh, I have, to go, or... I have to go into open critic? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, let's do that. I am... Um, why are why are people not reviewing this? Like, come on, this is a big expansion, people. And is it, it got, though? The one review was the one review was really good too. It was like a nine, I think. So big with its one review, eh? You know what? Forza <laughs> Horizon Three Hot Wheels got reviewed, as I showed you. But that I mean, was the first, on. right? This is like the third iteration. Oh, this oh, has this, tr- this has Hot Wheels. This has. Oh wait, this is Forza Horizon Three. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Forza Horizon Five Hot Wheels. Here we go. I did the same thing. So one, one critic review. Oh no. Yeah. You think we we'll get more? more. <laughs> like it's. I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> that will suck if if I don't get enough to get points for it. That's gonna really backfire. And that will mean that Forza has screwed me this year because Forza Motorsport didn't come out this year and I can't swap it. So You heard it here first, folks. The Xbox games disappoint. That's what Dan is saying. Oh. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking. Uh, that does suck, but it doesn't suck for us because it gives us a chance at the title. <laughs> Let's look ahead to games for the rest of July. I have another game coming out. Uh, Friday, live alive. Yes. No reviews on that game yet, but I'm hoping hoping for some good news there. And then row next week with Xenoblade Chronicles three. Well, well, you'll hear more about that about that next week. All right. What's next on the agenda? Before we get into our "What You Got for Me" segment, let's discuss the video game protagonists. We just had our individual polls on Twitter uh, this week. Uh, let's start with Roe. Roe's four options were Clementine from The Walking Dead, Link from The Legend of Zelda, Sora from Kingdom Hearts, and Kratos from God of War 2018. The winner of that poll was Link with 42.9%. Congratulations. Yeah. That was wow. a famous wow. quote. Yeah, I've said that in the well in all the games, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably his most spoken line too, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Depending on your playthrough, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> now, Ro, before we move on, uh, are you happy that this one won? Um, out of my choices, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with Link. Actually, I didn't. Clementine was a was a personal favorite. I wasn't expecting her to win. Uh, it was honestly between Link and Kratos that I saw it coming down to, and I'm happy that Link won over Kratos, honestly. 
Yeah, Sora and Clementine were tied for third. Or I guess tied for last. Kratos was second. And Link, of course, first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up on the, on the polls was me. I had Ellie from The Last of Us Part 2. Tubi from Nier Automata. Geralt for, uh, from The Witcher. And Solid Snake from Metal Gear. Of those, uh, uh, Ellie and Solid Snake tied. So we had to do a tiebreaker poll <laughs> yesterday. Um, and as of today, I don't have that pull up. Hold on. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. 52-48. It was that close. 52% to 48%. Ellie winning. Ellie winning. And, uh, let me tell you, I didn't vote in this one. Uh, I wanted to see what would happen. And yeah, it was, I think one more vote for Solid Snake would have tied it up. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) So, Ellie is the winner there. Are you happy with your results, Christian? So the thing is, of course, because I think Ellie is my personal favorite over Solid Snake. But the thing is, for our videos that we're going to do for individual characters, I had a Solid Snake one lined up for oh. me. And like it was a great idea that I, I can't do anymore. So I had to come up with something else for Ellie, which I figured out today what I'm going to do. It's going to take me a little bit of time, <laughs> but I'm going to do it. So You've already pre-planned this? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Moving on. Gage's... He had John Marston from Red Dead, Joel Miller from The Last of Us, Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell, and Lee Everett from The Walking Dead. Sam Fisher, not one vote, 0% for Sam. Uh, Crazy enough, John Marston got third, Lee Everett uh, second, and Joel Miller uh, sweeping the polls with 70%. Hell yeah. The last of us representing in our yeah. Yeah. in our finals here. Some good games, some would say. Both of yeah. them. And a phenomenal character that why would you freaking ruin this phenomenal character anyways? Don't, don't. I fucking hate you. <laughs> uh and lastly, we had Dan's list. This is the most hilarious one to me. I don't know why. It's just funny. Uh I think because because of what Gage is saying in the chat. But anyway, uh we had Dan had Master Chief from Halo. Ezio Aritori from uh, Ass Creed. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of characters. I had to do it. Perfect. I ran out of characters. Arthur Morgan from Red Dead and Nathan Drake from Uncharted. Ezio in fourth place with 5% of the votes. Nathan Drake in third with 17. Master Chief a close second with 35%. And Arthur Morgan... Barely edging the win with 41% of the votes. Congratulations, Arthur. Yes. I know Dan's answer to this question, but are you happy with the results? (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I am happy with it. Uh, Obviously, Master Chief's a close, you know, person to me or whatever, character to me, just like Clem. (laughs) Yeah, just like Clem to you. Uh, But yeah, such a great pick anyways. Arthur Morgan amazing so yeah i'm very excited the best part of dan's poll i remember why it was so funny is that ro was talking that smack in <laughs> in the chat saying finish this fight he never even started wow oh i respect you <laughs> the ro. disrespect the disrespect i'm sorry it was too it was just it was perfect setup i couldn't i couldn't resist uh, so without Gage here, I don't know if there's going to be much of a debate, but I will say this. Um, I want to go around and see who you think the winners of the poll is, the winner is going to be. Um, we got some, dude, Link, Ellie, Joel, and Arthur Morgan. Like, it's a, it could go 
any which way. But who do you think is going to win? Ooh, I, I think Joel is going to win. I think mm. I, Link mm. is more iconic, I guess. But, you know, I don't, I don't want to sell him short, but like Joel, it's Joel, man. Like it's Joel from The Last of Us. Lav is such a, has such a great story. I don't know why I'm, 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 I'm campaigning for Gage's character, but I think, I think, <laughs> I think Joel is going to win. I actually, I agree. I agree, Ro. I think that Joel's going to win. I don't, I don't know if people, wait, I don't know. Man, our audience, I thought I, I'm changing my vote on the fly here. <laughs> I think Joel, I think Joel would be my personal pick, but I think Link will win it because like Link is such an iconic character mm-hmm. that people love so much. Like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like Link's going to win it. I just changed that on the fly. I respect mm-hmm. it because I, I think it might be a toss-up between uh, Link and Ellie. And you may say, well, why Ellie over Joel? Well, you haven't seen the uh, the video I have prepped in my head Ooh. for how I'm going to campaign for Ooh. Ellie. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. Oh, jeez. <laughs> let's move on to what you got for me. Uh, let's start with uh, none other than Danathan. Yo. I've... <laughs> I've played so many games this week, I don't even know how to keep them all straight. But anyways, here we go. Halo Infinite co-op flighting. Played it with Gage. Uh, and it's, it's great, actually. The the flights have been working fantastic. And me and Gage actually had this discussion. It's in stark contrast. The Master Chief Collection is fantastic now. But the one problem with the Master Chief Collection, co-op campaign. Because they still use peer-to-peer connections. And when you join co-op sessions in Master Chief Collection, it's so freaking slow. Like, latency is bad. Like, mm. you go to shoot your, your gun, and the latency is just really bad. The, uh, Halo Infinite, phenomenal. So I'm very glad that they really nailed the uh, co-op campaigns thus far as what I've seen with the flight. So very excited for that to come out um, officially for everyone very soon. Dan, um, actually, yo. if I can interrupt for a second... I for, I forgot I had some sure. Halo related news for you. Um, if if I can, Ooh. is this okay? Sure. Can I do this? Yeah, sure. Sure. Dive right in. Dive right, uh, dive right in. A pool pun. Hit hit streamer and YouTuber Moist Critical. Um, if you know who Moist Critical is, uh, issued at. Is huh? his name Charlie? Harry? Did I get uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is Charlie. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I know issued out a challenge. Um. Yeah. To oh, be yes. to beat one of the Halo games on legendary mode. Halo what? two. Halo two. Wait a minute. It's not Tell me. not just legendary. With oh, all the mods. Yes. Halo two, all skulls on lasso, legendary, all skulls on. So the hardest difficulty with all the skulls that make it really hard. You good luck. Halo <laughs> two is by far the hardest campaign in the entire series. And just for me to beat it on Legendary is very hard on just Legendary Vanilla. And I will never, ever, ever, ever play this on Lasso. It is freaking <laughs> ridiculous. So, but if you do, uh, you'll win $20,000. It's not worth it. I'll lose life <laughs> off of my, my life. Yeah, I know the way Dan plays. We'll be picking that mic left and right. Yep. Anyway, back to you. Uh, yes. So Halo Infinite Flight, uh, Overwatch 2 beta, I got Ooh. a code for that. 
so I checked that out. Um, and I, I'm a, you know, I'm a fan, a casual fan of the original. Uh, started playing it, and uh, I started playing as characters that I knew and loved from Overwatch One, and I'm like, wait, this is very different. Like, or in terms of like, not very different, but like they had different abilities and stuff and i was like okay i'm very confused right now because this character had this ability and it's not here anymore like for instance uh the robot he used to have the grapple hook and he doesn't have that anymore i was like wait a minute i thought he had the or maybe i'm wait maybe i'm confusing apex with you definitely yeah i i my brain is non-functional i'm sure that applies to other characters that they feel different right yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think for the most part, though, uh, I think our impressions of the game are pretty spot on. That it, it feels like Overwatch. So mm-hmm. if you like the original, then Overwatch Two will be more of the same, so to speak. Um, so I think that that'll be interesting to see more from that. I started the quarry, but I won't go too much into that because uh, I only just barely started it. I'll go into that later. Multiverses Early Access. This one I just picked up last night. I freaking love this game already. <laughs> like, and I'm like I'm a casual fighting game fan, so like I like Mortal Kombat and that kind of stuff. But literally, I just mash buttons, and this is the perfect <laughs> game to just mash buttons. I love it so much, and like all the characters are really vastly different from one another. One another. And they're all really cool characters. So, like, uh, yeah, I had a ton of fun last night. I played, like, four or five matches before I went to bed. So much fun. Wow. This is coming out July uh, 19th? Was that yesterday? I think um, in early access it came out oh, yesterday. Gotcha, but, gotcha. yeah, but uh, the open beta starts next week. So people can start playing uh, officially, I guess, next week. Let's play off. I can whip that ass. You're right. I can mash. I can mash buttons. I don't mash buttons. Is my thing. So. Oh, that's fair. Ro, what you up to? Yes. Um. So I've gone from playing no games to being obsessed with a rhythm gotcha game on my phone called D4 DJ Groovy Mix. So I. This is not progress, by the way. This is regression. This is not good. I should, I should be playing games on my Switch, on my on my PC. But uh, it's actually really fun. I had a good time. You get to collect. There's like a visual novel along with it too. There's not much I could say. It's it's a rhythm game, and it has some really good songs. And I'm getting pretty good. Christian, there is the Evangelion theme song. That is oh one of the songs. Oh my god. They have that that theme song on there and i'm so good at that that one right now because i've been practicing i'm, I'm impressed with myself but it's yeah, like it's like waifu dj hero look at this pretty much pretty much yeah. let's let's play let's load this bad boy up <laughs> i could show you guys after the stream you, you know what you could have been playing escape academy i could have yeah that's why i'm that's saying this is true. regression <laughs> this is I've, not good i've been just sitting here waiting for someone to say something Anyway. Have you been playing? Uh, oh no, no. Oh, oh that's it. That's all you, that's all you play. Just that's it. That's it. D four DJ Groovy Mix. Okay. That's it. D four DJ well, Groovy Mix. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. I am. I am. Um. Why is Dan smiling? <laughs> I'm just laughing at. Okay. Your interaction. 
I played three different games somehow in the span of a week. And I'm going to start with the games that I have the least amount of notes to the most. Power Wash Simulator. Incredible. Satisfying. Amazing. So good. I lost three hours of that game like this. I put on two podcasts and just went and like, I think it was the most fun I've had playing a game like like this long like in one sitting. Christian, you want to power wash something, come on over to my house and power wash my house. It ain't the same. It's real life. It ain't the same. It's multiplayer. We could, we could power Dude, wash together. It's like up to six people <laughs> multiplayer? Oh, that's all I want to do. <laughs> Dan, let's load this bad boy. I think I'm peeking the mic. Let's load this Oop. bad boy up and play some power wash simulator. Is it free? It's, it's on, on Game, Game Pass. Pass. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I might do that then. Oh, and by the way, clip guard, Christian. It doesn't matter if you peek the mic. Boom. I have that on. I don't I don't know. OBS marked it as peak. <laughs> it went into no. the red. No. But anyway. I also started up Stray last night. This is the game that is free with PS uh, Extra and or Premium. And like I know some people were down on it being like, it's a good cat game, but not a good game game. And I got to say, I don't talk about this often. Um, but I did my master's a couple years ago uh, in English, and I did my focus on dystopias and eco-criticism and how we kind of redefine and extend definitions of humanity within those kinds of dystopian landscapes. And Stray is so fruitful for like those kinds of analyses. Like it's, it's totally a game where like the smallest one liner from uh, a, a, just one character in one segment who's doing one specific thing is enough for me to be like, Oh my God, save clip. And then think about it. And then I talked to two other more random people and like me making video essays about things. I didn't know what I was going to do for next month. And suddenly I had the ball rolling for a possible idea. Uh, and it just kind of balled from there. I don't know if I'll actually do it. I don't know if I could do that. This justice, this idea that I'm having, but like, it's awesome. Plus being a cat is really cool. Like meowing when you're walking up to people and like pressing triangle to purr, jumping on top of books and then jumping off and then like, the stack falls like it, it's very fun. Uh, the music also rocks. Very cool sci-fi music, and I'm ex- it's only a five-hour game. Very excited to get back to it. Maybe tonight. You know what? That's a great reason to play it then for our topic of the show because our topic of the show is backlog. If it's only a five-hour game, you should be able to knock that out in no time. I wouldn't consider a game I'm playing currently that just released yesterday part of my backlog, in my opinion. Uh, well, I'm saying it's since it's so short, you won't have to put it in your backlog. Is more my what I'm saying. Now I understand. Gotcha. Um, and the last game I played, finally after so long, is uh, a little game by Platinum Games called Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. And instantly, instantly, <laughs> I realized that this game is so, 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 so good and so special and so. Uh, underrated at the time of its release that is very much like still a little bit underrated now and should be looked back on because it is both an artifact of its time and also a perfect near perfect game with flaws if that makes sense like it is amazing i rated it 4.5 out of 5 stars on on a on gg and uh 
if I can, if you'll let me for for a second, just talk about this game for one minute. If that's okay with everyone. Apart from the game being a great hack and slash video game with an insane soundtrack and fluid combat, it has this going for it, okay? Because of course it's a Metal Gear Solid game. It is, it features, I have a, a note here, the most prescient political and philosophical meditations many media are afraid to even go near. It is an overtly political game to the point where I'm gasping being like, did they just say this? Are they making a commentary about this? Oh my God, they are, and I'm in. The final boss is against a United States senator it, that comments on war economics and the profits of invading foreign soil post 9-11, who says in 2013, he will quote, make America great again. Incredible. Wait, is that real? This is. is real, dude. It is so fucking awesome. In the final fight, the fight stops like a third of the way through and you get this like 15 minute monologue of, of, of war economics and policy of the United States between Raiden and Armstrong, the senator. And I'm like, dude, this is incredible. And then the game starts again, the soundtrack kicks and it's fucking sublime. And it features one of the best things that Platinum Game does is include some kind of like slow-mo action in some other games. This one in this game is called uh, Zendatsu uh, and it's the best thing ever about this game. What happens is like in Metal Gear Rising, your defense is your offense, meaning you have to hit the attack button to defend and to parry and to block, which is incredible. Uh, and if you do this at the right time and eventually uh, weaken your enemies, you go into a bullet time, your sword time, called Zendatsu, where you are able to freely make precision strikes, cutting off limbs of, of people, uh, their heads, collecting their left arms, and if you hit them in the right spot, uh, open them up, or then ride in, uh, goes in, grabs his, the person's spine, uh, crushes it, and then refills your entire health bar and your Zendatsu bar. Uh, Metal Gear Rising, amazing. Beautiful. Incredible. 9 out of 10. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I haven't played it. The only thing I know about it is that boss fight that you're describing, Christian, and, and it is awesome. So I, I, that's on my backlog, as we'll talk about later. But yeah, that, that game is so cool. Dude. Did you just describe Metal Gear Rising or Mortal Kombat? Because my God. <laughs> sounds just... Metal Gear Rising, probably in my top, my top three Metal Gear games. Uh, but speaking of backlog, should we get into it? Kind of a lighter, lighter news week this week. So I figured, what better time? Everyone calls 2022 the year of the backlog, but uh, as summer is, we're in the heat of the summer. I'm not going to lie to you. But looking ahead, like games are going to start releasing pretty soon. I'd say around the tail end of August to early September. But we've got only a little bit of time left in our backlog season of 2022. And I figured, what games haven't we played? What's in our backlog? Let's, let's talk about this. And I have a list on GG, but if anyone wants to start first, please. I actually want to start with Dan. You still have not beaten beyond the first hour yeah. of The Last of Us Part 2. Nope. Yeah. Christian's gone again. Uh, well, there goes, there goes Christian. See you, Christian. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, so why have I not gone back to finish that game? Because I got to the point where I was no spoilers here. I'm not going to spoil it. 
But I got to the point where I knew I was going to be frustrated. I was frustrated, and I was like, all right, I can't finish this right now. I can't keep playing right now. So I set it aside, and of course, so many other games have come out, and I still haven't gone back to it. But eventually, I will go back to it, because I do think that I will love the gameplay of The Last of Us Part oh. 2. I don't think that was ever a question. Uh, Dude. My, my just my my gripe of this story is just what holds me back from wanting it, the desire to play it is what's so frustrating to me. Can I tell you but, two things about The Last of Us Part 2 real quick? I'm sorry. Sure. Two things. One, my favorite way to play The Last of Us is to deactivate listen mode. I don't use, I don't use listen mode in either of the games, Last of Us 1 or 2. Uh, and specifically in Part 2, the way that game plays without that stuff, like Last of Us Part 2 difficulty settings are awesome because you can customize them and i found like the perfect tweaks where everything is just the amount of challenge without it being like too difficult where i'm getting mad and including no listen mode in that was like dude i would like have an edible and just like mouth breathe and it felt like i was in a movie playing this game and i saved a couple clips where like it felt like i lost my body and i just was ellie and i still have the clip saved somewhere it's fucking incredible uh, and then two, there's a there's a moment in the game, a segment with an enemy uh, that was the closest up until a couple weeks ago, closest thing I've ever felt to like. I think I'm having a panic attack. This is incredible. I I think I know which one you're talking about. I'm not sure, but yeah, Dan, play this game, please, please. I want to talk about it with you and everybody here without being afraid of spoiling it. But it's it's so so good. It's so good. Like this, I understand your your frustration with one of the decisions. I do. I remember being very sad too. But it, I don't think in the same way that you were. <laughs> but yeah, the the gameplay alone, I think, should be enough to 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 make you want to yeah. continue this journey. But I think the story picks up from from where you left off, and it, I think it just gets better from from there. Yeah, I think I I think I'll go back once. I play through The Last of Us Part One uh, remake on PS5. I'll That'll play fun, that, yeah. and then I'll, be, yeah, because then I'll have everything refreshed in my head. Because my memory is terrible from, especially that generation, because everything's gone by the wayside. There's so many games that have come out since then. So I'll play through the first one again. I I love that game, so that won't be an issue. And then lead me right into Last of Us Part Two playthrough. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully. I say you. T- I say you take a little break in between part one and part two. Like those games are heavy games. You should take a little break. Maybe by then, we'll get news on part two, or for PS Five. Hmm, that's true. Yeah, that'd be great. You have a lot more games that we'll mention here in a second. We'll get back to you, but I want to know if Ro has any priority backlog games that he wants to mention. Um. Yes, I do. I'm trying to fill up, up my notes because I also made a list as well i'm trying to think okay here we go um yeah i think we mentioned this a little offhand uh, last week but bayonetta is uh on my list of games that i need to get back to because bayonetta 3 is on the way and there's two games i still need to get through um there's it's not a matter of uh, enjoyment or story i'm not having any issues with that i'm having a great time playing it with what i have played and i got i got pretty far uh, i think i'm about halfway through but yeah, I just need to get back to that because Bayonetta, she's 
she's gorgeous she's beautiful she's amazing but like the gameplay like christian was talking about with the the platinum games they just they just get it they just get it it's so fun to play as bayonetta the the hack and slash is so good the slow motion part parts the witch time i think is what you what it's called it's just so good it just feels so good so i want to keep going through that and understand the story a bit better because where i'm at right now i'm still a little bit confused but christian was saying i believe when we talked about a little bit more in the past months that it, it makes sense as i continue so i'm excited to understand more about Bayonetta. so good so good the music too oh my god yeah music you know, good. Awesome. yeah so um i had to make a note uh on my phone and it's called a uh, video game pace schedule because i want to keep on pace with playing games from my backlog and then beating them by a certain point so that then i can play uh new games coming out and I have two games that I uh, have scheduled here in the next few weeks before August 11th. One of those is Bayonetta 2. If I beat Stray by the end of the week, then I'm playing Bayonetta 2 next week because I have the time. Because I've never played Bayonetta 2. Oh, okay. So I'm going to be playing that for the first time. And then I have a list on GG. Uh, it's called my Backlog Priority. These are the games that I think are my must-play games that I need to get to sooner rather than later. I have a couple I'm going to mention. A Plague Tale Innocence I need to play in August because Requiem comes out later in October and I want to be ready for September? October? One of those. And I want to be able mm -hmm. to play it by then. A couple. I have a couple of games I missed this year. Uh, Neon White and The Quarry. If, uh, if those games drop on sale or a Game Pass or any kind of the sort and I have time, I want to finish those off by the end of the year. I'm going to do a quick couple of mentions here and then talk about one before we pass the mic over back to Dan. Dead Space 2. I've never played. And people love Dead Space 2. I know. Uh, and I was, going, I, was <laughs> going, I was going to start it this year. And then we got news that Dead Space Remake is coming. And it's coming very soon. And so I figured I want to replay Dead Space 1 early next year when that comes out. And then finally get to Dead Space 2. Because it's also on uh, Game Pass with EA Play. So, Dead Space 2, a little more action-y than Dead Space 1, yes. but it's still great. It's still great. I, I really like Dead Space 2 and the story in Dead Space 2. And then Dead Space 3, they went way too action-y, but anyways, yeah. I won't play 3, but 2 I will play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the story stuff in 3 is actually interesting, so I might recommend that you watch, like, the cuts. I guess, okay. Three after we'll you play two, yeah. Oh my god! I need to f play Final Fantasy VII Integrated DLC, Integrated Mission. Oh. <laughs> where's the time? <laughs> there is no time. I also downloaded months ago The Last Guardian on my PlayStation, and I have yet to to play through it. Uh, being a big Shadow of the Colossus fan, I never played Eco, but Last Guardian I heard it was also really good and underrated. Not a lot of people played it. So I want to get to The Last Guardian eventually. Two more games. Hyperlight Drifter. Eventually I'll play that game. Uh, and then Persona 5 Royal, which everyone says I need to play. And I've started three separate times and I've never made it past the first hour to two hours because then I, I stop, go do something else, and I never go back to it because I end up getting busy with something else. Um, I probably shouldn't have started the game for the first time when I was doing my master's. That was a mistake. <laughs> and now I just I somehow still have less time. But yeah, I should play those games. It took me, I think, 
two years to beat that game and it's it's obviously because i wasn't playing it in a in a in a full thing i, I took a break in the middle but it's it's a time sink it's a time sink it's like 100 it hours be, yeah exactly yeah i had to i split i split it up a bit but i yeah i took a break like halfway through and this was persona 5 so persona 5 royal i think is longer because of the added mm-hmm. content but yeah play that game i i, I need to play yeah. royal too when it when it comes out for on game pass i'm gonna give it a shot but so good it's so good damn what's what else is in your backlog i've got so much in my backlog like <laughs> i just started thinking of games that i know is in my backlog but um another one for instance tiny tina wonderlands i haven't even started the game i downloaded it before vacation and i was like maybe i'll play this on vacation for a little bit and then i, d- I never even touched it so I'm very interested to check it out, though, because I love Borderlands games, uh, or at least for the most part, I love them. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess you don't. <laughs> You're also going to say you love Horizon, too, don't you? I do love Horizon. Do you, though? But again, again, so I've, I've told this story before about God of War, uh, how I delayed playing that game until a long time later i did the exact same thing for horizon for uh horizon zero dawn because it launched yeah it launched with breath of the wild and i spent a hundred hours in breath of the wild so like but i still really liked um uh zero dawn it's just you know breath of the wild's breath of the wild at that point but again i very much like forbidden west but I also have been very busy playing a bunch of other stuff, including all of my Halo challenges every week. <laughs> so you're never going to beat Horizon. I'll just I'm going to put that out there. You're never going to beat that game. I promise you, I will. I promise you, I will. I'm. I will probably. At this point, I'll probably skip most of the uh, dialogue at this point because the dialogue. Why would you do that? Because the di- or I'm sorry, the extended dialogue. Because oh, like, like the options, you know very well. Yes, yeah. because you know very well how the dialogue just drags on and on. And some of those like, add nothing uh, at some point. Like I went towards yeah. the towards the climax, I started skipping those two. Like I I don't need this right now. Yeah, Dan, if you beat Horizon by the end of the year, uh, dinner's on me when I see you. Really? Okay, I, you know I'm what? I take it back. You know what? Because <laughs> now he's gonna definitely. Because now he's gonna do it. Yeah, I, I, because I know this guy. Oh, free food, dude! <laughs> A chance to rub it in. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, never mind. You know, Dan, play, play your own pace. What? Wow, bro. What else you got, Brian? Um, what do we got here? Oh, Christian, you might like this one, or you might be disappointed that I have this is still in my backlog. But Hollow Knight, I. See. <laughs> I still need to beat Hollow Knight, and with Silk Song on the way, come on! I need to get this done. I know. <laughs> I and honestly, it, it's not because I don't like it. I think I get stuck at a certain point. I'm like this map. I I'm dumb. I don't know where to go. I don't want to look up a guide. I'm gonna put it on pause for a while, and then I and I don't come back. And then I do come back, and I'm like, where was I again? Okay, I better just start over. And then I start over, and then I get stuck again. <laughs> So the yeah, thing I'm definitely good. The thing about that map is that it's a very, it's a good Metroidvania. Once you actually know the layout and you have to like really invest time to understand what that map is doing and how it's intervening. Where like 
you can't approach the game very casually. You have to sink the time into it. And like, if if you're not that, if you're not in as into the game as maybe as you are, like, you may not ever get past that. And mm-hmm. honestly, you might just never beat Hollow Knight. And that may be the honest truth, the <laughs> brutally honest truth is you might never beat it. Yeah. And maybe that's okay, but like, fuck, it's it's sad yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely want to give it a, another shot um, because I think I, I owe it that much. Um, yeah, I think I could wrap my hand around it if I actually, if I tried. <laughs> and again, like if, if it does get to that point, I think I don't, I don't mind searching up, putting up a guide for jet, like one part and then, then going back to it blind. But yeah, I know it's, 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 it's blasphemous, but <laughs> I want to get through this game. It, it's, it's, I've heard I- too many good things. I'm not gonna lie. I did pull up a guide when I wanted to get the like, what people consider the best ending, which is the Void Heart ending. Right. Um, so that I needed to know what to do to achieve that, and so I did look up a guide there. Like, I don't think it's blasphemy at all to like when people are stuck. You look up guides. That's what you do sometimes. That's okay. You should play that game though. Oh, <laughs> Dan, you got you got more on the list here. I do. I have a bunch of stuff. like. I just started naming random games that came out years and years ago like freaking shadow of war middle earth shadow of war i love the first game shadow of mortar was Take it fantastic out. and the nemesis what the nemesis system was so good and i just i would like you to hear get that? back to you it yeah. do what nothing please continue the original was fantastic and i really want to get back to shadow of war and especially like you can freaking mount dragons in this game and fly dragons around. I literally was so excited about that, and then I don't know what happened. I didn't end up getting to it. Uh, also, games like Days Gone, which I haven't Deleted. even started. What do you mean? I've heard good things about it. Like I've had people tell me that Dan, the climax of that game is really good. Why are, you, oh. why are you putting 30 to 50-hour RPGs that you will never finish on your backlog? I might eventually, Christian, you know? Days Gone, I've heard also that the PS5, you know, the PS5 running Days Gone makes it a lot better experience as well because the frame rate dips and such don't happen. Um, so I, I don't know. I just, I want to at least check them out because I don't, I don't want to be left out of the conversation, even though Days Gone is late. kind of a mute yeah. point. Yeah, <laughs> because of Tony killing it. But, yeah. uh, but also like Tunic, Tunic, I, I freaking, I made it like two or three hours into Tunic, Dan. and I haven't gone back to it. What? I'm going to tell you right now, you will never be Tunic. Why? This game is, I, I told you this when, this when I beat this game, it is harder than the Souls games because it's cheap. The ending is terrible. But. Terrible. But, but Christian, you're forgetting there is a mode I can play on that that's true eliminates my frustration so there you go dan is never gonna beat these games in my opinion <laughs> well, all right I, that's my goal now to finish all these games before the end of the year you, you'll want to do it you won't do it bro any any other games I'll, in your backlog well, uh yeah, I'll list them off real quick, and then if there's any that you're like, Shane, why haven't you played this? Then you guys can let me know. But uh, Eastward, that's been something that I've been trying to mm. get through uh, when it since it released. Something that I was very hyped for, and I just let it seep to my backlog. I chip away at it every now and again, but 
It's getting away from me. I want to get back to that. Uh, Omori, which is a uh, RPG. It's on Game Pass right now. I went. I downloaded it. Just have to start playing it. Uh, Mass Effect. Oh, Mass Effect trilogy. Bro. Oh, I guess I should add that bro, to my backlog as well. Yeah. <laughs> Both of you play. I it. I beat one. I beat Mass Effect one. I don't beat any of them. Who's the best yeah. one? <laughs> I had my fill after you know, one. You know what's worse? I downloaded Mass Effect Andromeda when I was on PS Plus, I think, and I played that before I even played the other ones. Yeah. Respect. I'm sorry. No, sorry. No. <laughs> um, and the other two, Inside. Oh. I Inside. Yes. That's okay. <laughs> oh, no. So I think, and you that's said it was more, coming to Game Pass, right? That's more egregious than the, uh, yeah. yes, that's more egregious than the Andromeda thing that Dan's worried about. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to download that as well when it comes to Game Pass and hope give it a shot. But that's, that's about it. Like, Dan has all of the games on his fantasy, fantasy drop, but there's so Plays many good games. No, I, I'm just saying like 2022 has so many good games coming out right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, mm-hmm. where do we find the time to play all these old great games when all these great new games are coming out? The, the backlog is just getting bigger and bigger for me, especially when I'm having less and less time to game. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping to get, to get to these. But in reality, I'm probably going to get to one of these by the end of this, this year. So, yeah. I'm going to list off a couple you, of you as guys, well. Oh, please. You, you guys need to play Mass Effect. I don't Mass Effect 2 is the best Mass Effect game. I don't even understand. <laughs> Again, I played one, uh, enjoyed it, had a great time. Oh, and was like, no, well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to start another one right now. Like, I'll get burnt out. And plus, there's new games coming out. And then it just never stopped. Oh. Never stopped. Uh, I'm going to list off a couple of games. I'll go smaller to bigger games. Uh, Anatomy, it's a horror game on Itch.io that I heard fantastic things about. I have never played it, but I want to. It's also, I think, free or cheap. Uh, Kentucky Route Zero, never played it. Heard great things. Oh, even Dan giving a thumbs up. Okay, interesting. Uh, some puzzle games. Just because it's oh. Kentucky. <laughs> oh. Anyway. <laughs> some indies, <laughs> Night in the Woods, Manifold Garden, and Firewatch. All games that I need to get to eventually. Uh, some bigger games here. Firewatch. Good game? Good narrative? Fire, Firewatch is really good. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, some bigger games here. Uh, it Takes Two. I've been looking for someone to play this game with for two years, and no one wants to play that game. Everyone is, Every- playing, with, everyone is playing with someone else. <laughs> and Christian! What? What do you mean? I've said it so many times I'll play with you. <laughs> So many times. Have you played yeah, that I game? Dan, relax. Yeah. I, I can't I can't hear you. I got halfway through that game with my ex-girlfriend from a year ago and we know I obviously didn't finish because I broke up with her. And so I've literally been halfway done with that game for a year now. But you've experienced the first half. You know the puzzles. You know what you're supposed to do. You know the story. I don't. He won't spoil it. He won't spoil I don't it. I'm not gonna spoil it. it. You can do it. Yeah, I can just Go along for the ride for the first half. I'll think about. I'll think about. I have a friend who said he'll play with me for two years, and he keeps saying no, no. He also doesn't doesn't have Game Pass. He's like, I don't want to spend money on it. Oh, it's like a dollar for three months. He won't do it. So Dan, 
I might take your offer on this. If you want to get to it eventually, please let me know because you know I'm down. I just wanted to. Uh, I've only said it 76 times, Christian. Okay. Go ahead, bro, please. And I just wanted to shout out Kurok in the chat. He is chatting it up. Um, He said that he also did not like Mass Effect, Dan, Uh, but he. he, Who is the also? Well, not also, sorry. Sorry, not also. Oh, gotcha. I did enjoy it. My bad. I misspoke there. But uh, he said he did not like it. I played it and returned and returned it. <laughs> but I must confess, I bought it again with the intention of playing it. So he's willing to give it another shot. Respect. He said, Firewa- he said Firewatch yeah. made him cry, Christian. So wow. That sounds, like, that sounds like a fun time. And he's, he's reminding me a game that he recommended me a while ago on past episode. Hotel Dusk, Room 215, which is a visual novel sort of game that I think thought I would like and I yes I put it on my list but I need to emulate it because I found out that day that he recommended it that the cartridge cost a fortune so yeah definitely want to play it but wow just need to download it which honestly isn't that hard I guess but I just haven't done it yet I have you know what just yeah just to back me up Glenn's on the YouTube chat saying Shadow of War was and is amazing and I'm a god in it. So, boom. <laughs> You'll still never beat it, Dan. Um, maybe. <laughs> I, I have a couple more games to shout out here. Dead Cells, never gotten to, but I want to get to because I heard it's a great roguelite. Uh, a Short Hike. Uh, it's a short game, so I should play that. And it's also heard, I also heard it's really good. Sackboy Big Adventure. I'm really hoping this one goes free eventually, and then I'll play it. Final Fantasy 15. I downloaded this on my PlayStation. I want to try it out. I haven't tried it out. And then finally, Arcane 2016's Prey, which I started and got like an hour in when that came out and was like, ah, oh, this ain't it. And never went back to it. What? Uh, but maybe I'll get to, it, get to it eventually. Well... That's coming from the man who says Bioshock isn't freaking amazing. So that's not. not surprising because it gives. Yeah. So that you're not going to like Prey then. Don't play it. I don't want to hear your criticism. Hey, I played. Uh, what was the other one? Came out last year, two years ago. I don't know. With Colt. Another arcane game. Oh, Deathloop? I played Deathloop. Deathloop? Thought it was great, but like. Oh. Story would just come on narratively like that game has a lot of problems. That's where all my criticism comes from. Comes from. Anyway, that's it for me. I'm sorry. That's a digression. Dan, any other games you want to shout out? I think that's all only ones I can remember, but I'm sure there's a million others on my backlog. Dan should play Bloodborne. Mm, you know what's funny? My friend, one of my uh, college friends like maybe a year or two after Bloodborne came out, he tried to get uh, me to play it so badly that he bought it for me on sale uh, for my birthday. And I still have never played it because I'm like, I don't like Soulsborne games. That's not, no. But have you played any Souls games? Yes, I played Dark Souls. I've told this story before. I feel like I played Dark Souls 1 and I freaking, I got to the first area, literally the first area you start in, and I died over and over and over, and I'm like, I'm done. I traded the game into GameStop because that was back in when I used to do that. Okay. And then a few months later, Christian, I bought it again because I'm like, 
Surely I was just over-exaggerating. Everyone's saying how great this is. Bought it, played it, still hated it. Still didn't get past the opening section, and I threw that thing back to GameStop, and I said, I'm never doing this again. You Dark Souls is an open-world game, sort of, so you may have been going the wrong way, is my thing. You may not be, be going the correct path you're supposed to be going down. Bloodborne doesn't have that problem. You can try, try out Bloodborne. Right? Yeah. I want to shout out a couple games that I know Ro hasn't played. Wind Waker. Yes. Wait, no, have Wait, you played I haven't played? Wait. Have, have you? I, have I not? I, yes, I love Wind oh, Waker. It's my oh, favorite Zelda oh, oh, game. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, I love that game. Then maybe Dan hasn't played it. I don't know. That's, Dan, have you played Well, I've played, I've played enough where I'm like, it doesn't count because I've only I only ever count me playing three Zelda games and that's not one of them. I've literally barely touched that game. So, no, never mind. I won't talk. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Let us know what games are in your backlog and what games we uh, need to play immediately. Um, Dan should probably finish the Last of Us Part Two soon, sooner rather than later. Wait. Wait a minute, Kurek is in the YouTube chat now saying, okay, okay, I played Bioshock on Xbox when it first came out, and I hated it. He called it Bioshock. Oh, what? Wait, okay, wait. But then he says, but by the time I got to the end, I fell in love with it, and I played it all over again right then and there. Okay, see? that's better. See, Dan, you have to play it. The Last of Us Part Two. That see, listen to that that beautiful story that Kirk just told. Uh, he hated it at the beginning, and then he grew to love it, and he replayed it. Come on, come on. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you know, you know what else we'll, we'll see. Us here next week. Thank you again to everyone joining us live on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thank you, Roshan. Thank you, me. Thank you, Gage. You're somewhere out there. Daniel, shout out to you. I'll give you a shout out. And this has been Podcast PXN, and we are out. Stay hydrated. Stay beautiful. He's muted, so I'll say it. Much, much love and keep on gaming. Oh, yeah? See ya.